Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton, and I am your host. So today, I, as you have been listening to some of our previous podcasts, especially episode 200 or I think 199.5, we have been talking about the concept of meditation and stillness, something that doesn't come naturally. But before we talk about that, I want to make sure you know that it, because it's time sensitive, that we have opened up our seven-day detox. It is free, the free seven-day detox. And I talk about it in this podcast about why I think this is so important, uh, especially if we're going to continue this conversation about our wholeness, our health, our healing that our body does and is designed for. And so it's really important. This detox is going to help you get in a better mindset and clear about what it is God wants to do when it comes to your body and the being that you are. So it is open now. It is in the show notes. You can just sign up at uh, revelationwellness.org slash seven day detox or I'm sorry, events slash seven day detox dash challenge. It's kind of a long one. So go ahead and look in the show notes for it. But be sure to sign up for that and get yourself ready because I'm telling you, this conversation has feels like feel like the winds have shifted. Like we were in a boat and all of a sudden the sail moved another in kind of another direction for this ministry and it is a full and complete one for you. So be sure to check that out as well as instructor training is coming up. I wouldn't want you to miss it. It starts on August 21st. Um, it is filling and for those of you that are kind of sitting back just you like that last minute rush well we don't so don't wait much longer hunger our enrollment advisors from gay more gray hairs those poor people um, when you like to be a last minute person but we are praying for you and hope you will say yes so join us today as we talk more about what to do and meditation because some of you feel very overwhelmed by what, what do I do? What do I do with my thoughts? Um, and this feeling of maybe being unproductive or overwhelmed by your thoughts or what you're feeling. And that's so normal. But I have some uh, two takeaways for you today about what you can think about what you're doing, what you can think about when you're thinking about meditating, when you're inside meditation. Um, I promise you there is no formula for this. You're probably going to find out new things uh, that you are going to discover. And then you're going to tell me because we are in a conversation together. So in that note, thank you for those of you who leave reviews and let us know how this podcast is blessing you every time you do. Did you know that you help this podcast to be found among the all the other podcasts that are talking about health, but probably not Jesus and the gospel. So every time you guys do that, we are so blessed. So thank you for taking the time to do that. All right, you guys, we're going deeper again, deep work, meditation, I promise you'll be blessed. Get a notepad and a pen out and take some notes and start exercising your power, love, and a sound mind. Peace. So if you have battled weight your whole time, your whole time, your whole life, you feel like you haven't been enough, that your body should look like this by now or should be doing that. Uh, We live in a culture that is highly charged with a, um, a drive that what perfection or beauty should look like. And I am here 
to ring the freedom bell. So anytime you follow this page or I hope any of our posts that you see, hi, you guys, as you're coming in. Yes, I chopped the hair. I, it was, I don't know if any of you saw my post, um, but it was by Coco Chanel that says a woman who cuts her hair is ready to change her life. And it was, it was time. I went through this phase where I was like growing out my hair and I felt like Tom Hanks on Castaway. Like I, and it literally, it was one of those seasons in my life where I'm like, I am not cutting my hair. I'm not doing anything until I get into this place with the Lord where I knew he wanted to do something. He wanted to do a deep, deep work in me. And that's why I've been on sabbatical. That's why I signed off. I just said, I'm out of here. I got to go be with the Lord. And my team and my board opened the door and gave me permission to say, it's time. It's time for a serious rest. So yes, thanks. Yeah, it's fun. I like it. I'm in California right now. So the the sea air definitely brings out my natural bend to my hair. So that's why you haven't seen me. That's where I've been. And I have to tell you, it's been the best, best season of my life. It has brought, feels like it's brought to the end two really hard years of just like delivering. It feels like I've been pregnant with something that had to get pushed (laughs) and good things have come in the last two years and really hard things have come. One of the great things that have happened in the last two years is our RevWell podcast, the Revelation Wellness podcast was birthed. And that's why I'm here. I'm actually, when you get here at Facebook Live, I'm actually uh, double dutying it. So there's a little microphone here where I'm turning it into a podcast as well. And so if you were about two weeks ago or maybe three weeks ago, I did, it was my first Facebook Live back. And we talked about, um, really I talked about what I've been learning and what rest and silence and solitude and I begin to challenge you guys because I know this I know you're all movers and shakers I know that's why I titled this meditation for busy bodies because I know that's who you are that's what you're attracted to this ministry for it's a great part of you you probably tend to be a little more extroverted I um, tend to there's some of you that are here that are like I'm more introverted but I feel anxious I feel I feel tied up you don't feel well That's it, bottom line, you don't feel well. And so we try to feel well by eating healthy or exercising or taking control. Anywhere you feel yourself, like if I could just get control of this, uh, that's a sign, that's a good thing. Like, yeah, we're trying to get well. But there's no, the, the real thing is God wants us to be free. So I feel like I've been spending two years like trying to control this uh, kind of the bottom from falling out in some ways and God really just needed the bottom to fall out and what happened is I fell into a season of serious rest it was first Kings 19 where Elijah finds himself like in the desert just like I'm I, I'm all alone I'm, I'm done God I'm, everyone wants to kill me like you kind of have to come so, not all I hope I want to help you avoid hitting a wall because I feel like a lot of you feel this you're tired you're weary you feel anxious you don't feel really rested so you eat more healthy and you clean up your diet and you do all these things to think that will get you there and I'm telling you as a woman who's gone perhaps before you in some way I want if you've been following this page, I feel like I just want to, I want to pull the plug and like, let's start all over. Can we start over from the very basic beginning? And it comes in this place of the practice of learning to be still, learning to be still. Uh, from the podcast, if you went two episodes ago, 
um, or maybe three. I can't remember. I think it's episode 199.5. Go listen to that one. And we followed that with episode 200, which did you guys listen to that? Hi. Hey. Hola, Mary. Uh, If you listen to episode 200, that was my friend, Francie Winslow, and myself talking about deep work. Uh, And it's been one of the highest listened to podcasts uh, ever, ever in a short amount of time. It's just getting shared and people are listening to it because it is like that is a drop the pin. I want to I wanted to come back into my season here, uh, this next season of Revelation Wellness, this next season of ministry as that kind of a drop of the pin of like this is about a deep work. God wants to do a deeper work in us physically, emotionally, spiritually, Um, so we can do a deep work into the world because there is work that only you can do. There is a message, a mission that only you can do. There's a way you do it that only you can do. And so we're all called to do the thing that only we can do, but we won't know what that is until we can learn to be still and no, being still. So how are you doing with that? I gave you guys a challenge. I think it was in episode 199.5. I like that. Sound like a radio station. I gave you the challenge to um, learn. Ah, thank you. Learn to sit still at a stoplight. (laughs) How are you doing with that? That was your first, first thing. And it's been fun to watch, especially back in our um, Revelation Wellness family page. By the way, instructor training is coming up here very soon. August 21st, it starts. And the seven-day detox. Ooh, I'm totally, I'm clearly rusty at this because usually I say this at the very beginning. Are you guys in the seven-day detox? Get into the seven-day, it's free, F-R-E-E, free. Scroll back on this page. If you're listening on the podcast, I'll leave a link. Uh, It starts on August 1. Have you guys, are you in the the detox? Share it, share it, let people know because honestly, it's time for a reset. I I feel like this is the best gift uh, that I, I got to write that detox and give these seven days because it does feel like this is a fresh new season for all of us, for me as a person, um, for me as a mom, for me as a wife. Like I feel like I have been detoxed in my brain. Uh, some rewiring has happened. And I want to get to, to give all of us this opportunity as we kind of move uh, seminally into this next season together. So get into the seven-day detox please don't forget. And then on August 8th, the book launches or the book launches. The book is available. Actually, saw some people or the book is at Lifeway. Uh, Barnes and Noble is going to be picking it up and displaying it. You guys could do me a favor by uh, going to your big Barnes and Noble store, your local one, and take a picture with the book, put it on social media. Um, Barnes and Noble Noble loves that. And I feel honored that they'd pick up the book and not only pick it up, but they're going to display it in a prominent way. So huge blessing. So all that to say, this is, I feel like, a new season. And that episode 200, um, we talked about the deep work, but we also continue to talk about stillness and and solitude and silence. So I I did a podcast on silence and solitude. Please listen to those if you haven't. But here I am today to talk about, because here's what happens. Okay, people started practicing silence, which was amazing. And I started hearing some stories and people telling me what it's been like and, um, some feedback or something I saw that was common because there's so many colors to this rainbow of stillness and meditation and silence. It's it's a big, it's almost so big that I think people feel afraid to put their foot in it because it feels like it'd be overwhelming to sit with your emotions. And then what do I do with my emotions? And then what's the point? And we start to feel kind of helpless because
because we we like to take the thing and do something with it we, we're doers we we want control right so um, I, I've heard that heart cry. I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it. It's, it's a big thing. My first thing was just learn to be still. But what people said is like, well, I, I, I couldn't turn my thoughts off. Well, the point is you're not supposed to turn your thoughts off. So hear me. Everyone, if you're having thoughts while you're sitting there being still, perfect. You're supposed to. Your brain is not meant to shut off. It will choose. Deuteronomy 30, 19, I think it says, I set before you life and death. In our mind, there's a choice. We're constantly, our brains are, are on to make a choice. In The only way it's not is when we're unconscious, when we're sleeping. But even when we're sleeping, it's active. So the brain isn't supposed to shut off. So first thing first, this is meditation for busy bodies. I've got two points for you today on how, what do I do? What do I do with meditation? Even if it's just moving away even if it's the stoplight meditation because you really can do this in a stoplight meditation but obviously you need more time um, for some of this deeper work because God wants to speak to you here's what I want to say I promise you that you do not have to spend thousands of dollars in counseling thousands of dollars hours in time in counseling or which I, I believe in it so hear me I believe in it but God can do this for you and wants to freely do it in you. Jesus rolled open the scroll in Isaiah 61 and said why he came to proclaim good news, to bind up the brokenhearted, right? There is a healing that he wants to do. That's why he came. But we have to be able to give him the permission and the place to do it. So he will do it. Isaiah 53, he's the wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. He is the desire, not only of the nations, but of your heart. And so it's great that people can help us, counselors and pastors and myself. I, I hope I'm helping you, but I will not be who God wants to be to you. And so as we try to busy ourselves and do this and the next thing and try that, how beautiful and simple of a God to say, just sit still, <laughs> just be still. So first thing I want to say, there's two points I'm going to make today about what it can look like in meditation. This is very practical and you can start applying it right after we sign off. Um, first thing you want to do, and I said it before, is just find a, if it's not your stoplight meditation, a red light meditation, then find a space in the morning. I do this before I even open my Bible. I heard the Lord say, Lisa, I don't even want you opening the Bible anymore. You've, you've, you've made that your busyness. Like, just sit with me. Just sit with me. And then I'm, that's a scary thing to sit. What are we going to, what are we going to do? What, I, what do I do with all these thoughts? What do I do with all these feelings? And what if I fall asleep? And that's the first thing I want to say. If you sit down, find a quiet space, sit down, uh, you're going to feel anxious. You're going to think about your emails. You're going to think about Facebook because it's just constantly going. Ooh, by the way, here's a little study for you. I read a study recently that said that if you take, if your phone is even near you, you will have a harder time staying focused on anything, even if the phone is near you. Even more so if the phone is on you, like in your pocket. But if it's in the room that you're in, you will still continually think about it. It will distract you to the deep work. So um, this is, I just seriously just read this and it was really fascinating. I can put the link up. If you take the phone and leave it in another room, People that left it in another room and had to address the problems, solving the skills they were doing, were more focused. Their brain had more peace if the phone was in another room. Okay, there you go. Side note, 
put the phone in another room, take in your piece of paper and a pencil. That's it. How amazing. Remember those sticky notes and a pen? You are like living crazy to just go with a sticky note and a pen. And that's not even there. It's just there in case a thought comes up. Go into and find a quiet space and just sit. And yes, your mind is going to be busy. But I'm telling you, this is for the rugged few. For those of you that are like, good darn it, I'm going to get my promises. I'm going to get my Jeremiah 29 11 life because he said it and he meant it. I'm going to get it. And it's going to come against all the discomfort of busyness or wanting to be busy or wanting to have your answers today and all that anxiousness. It will, it will bulldog right into the anxiousness and you have to. So as you sit down and you feel like a crazy monkey in a circus, that's fine. Just sit down. <laughs> just sit down. Next, begin to breathe. I always say just take a few breaths. A, a breathing prayer is you can inhale. I, I just read about a prayer like this. I actually read it in my friend Alexander Kirkendall's book. Um, you take a breath in of the name of God and then you can exhale whatever it is you need. So you can inhale God provider and then exhale I need your peace give me your peace or whatever it is God the healer heal my mind or whatever it is you can inhale a name or who God is a nature a character of who God is and then exhale what you need so just simple my basic one right now is God here I am to start again because every day I'm like surrender I start again I'm starting again I'm starting again and that's my breath so I take a few breaths. Okay. Now we get into meditation. The thing about meditation, like I said, you're going to have thoughts. Meditation is either a two, there's two purpose behind it. One, it has, it's purposeful. You're doing it on purpose. I'm going to talk about that one in a second. But the other thing is meditation can be very playful. So write that down. Two things your meditation can be playful or purposeful. So it's okay there are days I don't have any pressing, like any need, especially I've been in a season of rest, so I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, and I just get to play, enjoy God. And here's what's happened is the more that I have practiced Sabbath and rest, so that's a whole nother podcast I want to do with you guys is Sabbath and resting. You have to do this. Not, the, the five minute meditation is supposed to hopefully plant the seed of you going, I need more of this. I need more margin in my life. And margin is not going to come for me. I got to go for it. I got to go get it. That's why Sabbath, it's not a suggestion. It's a command. The more I practice play in my life, the more, the more that playfulness becomes a visceral experience, the more I say, hey, kids, get in the car. We're going for a hike or we're going to play Frisbee or we're going to play. We are leaving our phones. We are going to enjoy one another. We are going to go to the pool and have fun. We're leaving all of this stuff behind. We're going to have whatever it is very intentional about play, which has been an amazing part of my rest. The more that becomes part of me viscerally, because that's part of your Imago day. That's who God is. You're made in his image and he is a God of play, enjoying life. He's not about wringing you out and making you work and making you stress. Yes, you have a purpose, but if your work does not come from rest, it will destroy you. If your work if you work for rest, you're going to get destroyed. But if you work from rest, that's why a Sabbath. He's only asking for one day out of seven. 
He's, it's like when he only asks for 10% of our tithe. He's not greedy. He really just goes, just give me a little bit. Just give me a little bit. Give me five minutes. Give me a little bit. And I will increase it in abundant measure. So play, play, learn to play in your life. Uh, I have a friend, actually, she's our COO, Leah. She's like, this is the summer of yes. So she made it a point this summer where she was saying yes to her kids on just learning to say if they ask mom can we go ride our bikes yes mom can we play uno yes mom like the playfulness the your kids are a great gift to give you play my kids are now teenagers and they're likely harder to get them to play i gotta motivate them because they'd rather sleep all day they're tired they have work they have stresses um play is starting to sneak away from them so we got to bring play in so sometimes meditation can be very playful. The more play you have in your life, the more your meditations, you, you won't have as much worry. So you won't have to bring your big file to the Lord and be like, okay, let's work on this crud today. You can just enjoy. So a playful meditation for me, I'll always sit and be like, does anything come to mind that needs to be addressed with the Lord, which I'm going to talk about that in a second. That's the healing kind of prayer stuff, the healing work. But sometimes I'm like, you know what? It's been a pretty great day. Like I'm feeling really light and I'm grateful. I don't, it's not, it's not a, a you know, a hard work. Like I feel like God's saying, let's just enjoy one another. So the meditation becomes letting myself begin to see my thoughts because I'm having thoughts as if they're just floating by in a river. <laughs> And I get to observe the thought as silly as they might be, as silly, seriously as silly as they might be. You can have fun even going, well, that's a silly thought. And, and just having a, a, not as in a critical thought, but like, why am I thinking of apple pie? Like, that's interesting. Hmm. And you get to just have play and enjoyment. Or maybe you're just thinking about the ocean. Maybe you're thinking a thought comes up that's just fun and play. You ask the Holy Spirit too. So that's why the breathing and the meditation prayer of just like inviting the God in and letting the Holy Spirit come and just meditate with you. Sit in stillness and let your thoughts come and just enjoy them. One of the things I've been doing in playful meditation is asking the Lord, show me who I was as a child. Like I want you know who I was. I can barely remember because there's a lot of other stuff that takes up my brain space. But you know, so show me who I was as a child. And so he's showing me the playfulness, the silliness. I, um, I wrote a post on my Instagram about how I used to draw rainbows like all the time. There was two years span where I drew rainbows nonstop. And as I was in meditation one day, I just remembered every, I had pictures of those, those rainbows that I used to draw and really um, was proud of him. He reminded me of when I would play, um, like I was very much a tomboy. And so just how active I was, I didn't really do Barbies and stuff like that, but there was no shame in that. It was like, this is how you played. This is who you are as a playful person. Um, different games like would come back. I don't know, it's just, it's just fun. Am I making that sense? Oh, Jen, the rainbows. So meditation can sometimes be fun playful enjoy it no pressing concerns you're just having stillness and imagination let that happen let it come okay now again this is kind of like healing like this is just meditation to learn about your heart like what what's going on with your heart there's meditation where you can meditate on scripture yes there's imagination prayer with scripture i'm talking about just learning to connect back to you that's it. 
I, I get the place for meditation in scripture. Yes, yes, yes. But I, this is the groundwork that I know the Lord's asking me to lay with you all is you have to learn to get reconnected back to yourself. Good, bad, and ugly. Even if the thoughts are, I'm thinking how ugly I am right now, God, in meditation, whatever it is, you have to get back to that place where you're not afraid of what you're thinking or feeling. And if we can start there, because what we don't accept doesn't transform. So you have to accept that you're lonely. You have to accept, which now I'm going to get to purposeful meditation. Maybe I should have started with that, but I really want to start with play. It's okay. Some, You know what? Sometimes too, I've been in such purposeful meditation that I've heard the Lord go, let's, we're just, let's just hang out today. It's just too much brain surgery day after day after day. Let's just play. Let's just, let's, let's envision what heaven would look like. Let's just have fun. Okay. So playful meditation. You can just sit and have fun thinking three minutes, five minutes, whatever. Don't measure it. The minute you start measuring what you think meditation should be is the minute you've lost the benefit of meditation. You're just sitting in your skin. That's all. It's so simple that it drives us crazy because we feel like there has to be more to do. All right. Second, purposeful meditation. Now, again, I talked about scripture. That's a whole different category. Please do that. But I feel really passionate. And I know some might call me a heretic. that we, we're, we're hiding behind scripture a little too much because we have so much of it. We have so much access to it and we're throwing it on us like a Band-Aid and we're saying it and we're declaring it. Yes, yes, and yes, but we don't really know who we are. We're not, like we got to get honest with the thoughts we have. We got to get honest about the fears we have. We got to get honest about the crazy things we think and not judge them, not come against ourselves, but to be able to step into the light with God and that's why, that's why David could say in Psalm 19, 14, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Acceptable meaning, may they align with you. Not God standing there going, oh, that's good, that's bad. No, because God is good. And when we align ourselves with him, when we're good because we are, then it's acceptable. He goes, yes, now you're thinking like my child. Now you're speaking like my daughter. Now, okay, that's acceptable to me. What's not acceptable to him when we hate ourselves, when we shame ourselves, when we guilt ourselves, that's not acceptable. Will he accept us? Yes, always. But he's never going to say, oh yeah, you can keep doing that. No, permission, like he's not going to bully himself. But it isn't what he's said yes to for us. And I want whatever he said yes to for me, that's what I want for my life. That's acceptable. That's the place that I go to for the quiet meditation place and the words of my mouth. I want them to be acceptable. I want them to be in alignment with what the kingdom's saying and doing and thinking. I want that to be me. So purposeful meditation. Now, this is where it gets real. This is probably where a lot of us need to start. This is where I had to start my meditation uh, after I first of all fell asleep. So if you fall asleep in meditation, bravo, good for you. Take a nap. It's going to take a while. Uh, Elijah fell asleep (laughs) before he had the encounter of a God who wasn't in the earthquake, who wasn't in the fire, but was in the whisper. He had to fall asleep because if God is whispering and I'm tired, I'm just going to fall asleep. So go ahead, fall asleep, fall asleep a million times over if you have to because you're so tired but at some point the then the purpose of meditation is to start finding out what's acceptable to God who are you what are you saying about me okay so 
purposeful meditation. Here's what this looks like in practical term. Um, first of all, always when I wake up, I do it in the morning because I'm most clear in the morning. The evening meditations are hard. I got a lot of stuff on my plate. But mornings are pretty clear. Like you have the clearest thoughts. Your day hasn't stacked up yet. Um, but what I tend to do is, again, find a place, breathe, center prayer, invite the Lord in, ask for what I need, just center myself in his presence. And then I always ask the question of um, what happened to my heart yesterday? Like what happened to my heart? Was there anything that I carried into today? Is there anything like what what stuck with me yesterday? So I'm going to make this really uh, practical. I'm going to tell you guys something that happened to me recently. Very, very true, true story. I'm going about my rest and Sabbath has been amazing and I was uh if you know we have a book coming out the the wellness revelation on August 8th and Tyndale is our my publisher amazing amazing team and they reached out to me and they uh said hey we'd like you to become we want to make you our wellness expert uh we have a team we're kind of creating this team of experts that are authors for our for us for our publishing house and we don't have anyone we want to make you our wellness expert and i was like the minute they said it or i got the email i freaked out i freaked i felt like uh i felt paralyzed like it scared me it felt too big uh, it felt like all the i'm not qualified all these weird thoughts came in. And so then I tried to go, oh, I'm on sabbatical. I can't deal with that right now. Like I kind of ran away from it. So I had to notice that. That's why being sober to notice. And so it kind of stuck with me that day a little bit. And I was in the Lord and the thoughts with the Lord that day. Well, the next morning when I woke up, I knew we're going to sit down and talk about that tomorrow, Lord, because I don't know what's going on with me. That's a great honor. It's a great privilege. So when I sat down in meditation with him, I had to go, okay, what what happened to my heart yesterday is I got freaked out. Like this weird thing happened and I don't know, like what do I really have to say? How am I an expert? It's just crazy, right? By the way, 25 years in the wellness field, <laughs> 25 years, but I still, I feel like I know Jesus really, really well. If you want a gal who really knows Jesus and just that's my life goal, then and the wellness kind of follows me in that, then then I'm your girl. But if you want me to know the uh, metabolic adaptations to clean eating versus uh, starchy foods or macro, like all that science, it's not going to be me. Not me. Because I don't, I know stuff, but I... I don't spend my time knowing as much of that as I do knowing and listening to God. That's why I feel like the Sabbath has been so important, this rest, so that I could hear from God now as he cleaned out all these things that I had been running from, all these things I've been striving or performing for. And it was found in the primal basic place of being still, solitude, and quiet. It's the basic. It's the, it's the don't press, don't pass go without this. So I sat there in meditation and I began to be purposeful and talking to my heart about that fear, about what that was, and then asking the Lord, what is it? And he just began to speak. He just speaks. He starts talking. You were afraid. You've never felt like you're, the lack of, of a good job. Um, I, I didn't have really affirming childhood growing up. Not for lack of. I have parents that did their very best. But there wasn't a lot of words spoken and encouragement and there wasn't a lot of that. I pretty much have been, you know, at it. Uh, I've had um, food and, and care. Um, they did their best, but the words that are needed were not there. 
And so he was just kind of taking me back to what the lack in me creates the poverty or the scarcity or the orphan spirit to rise up. And then he just begins to heal. And that's when I start grabbing my pen and I start writing. I just start writing in meditation. He'll say things and then I'll just start to write it down and write it down. And I'm hearing him speak back to me as I'm telling him, here's what happened to my heart yesterday. Here's what happened. Here's where it's bleeding. Here's where it's hurt. Can we talk about this? He will not reject this. He'll say, if you want to go, God, talk about it. He'll talk. I promise you. And here's how you know it's the voice of God. You ready? It's kind of too good to be true. <laughs> I love that. It's too good to be true. It's too simple. It's too, it's too good to be true. It's like, really? You're going to take care of that? Yep. I heard him say, this is my gift to you. I have waited for this day. I have waited. This has been set for Tyndale to ask you, my daughter, you've earned this, not in a striving way, but you've been faithful. You have been faithful to follow and say yes. And in this, you are my expert. This is your spot. So he was able to come in against all and bulldoze all the lies of what I believed. Purposeful or playful. That's all you do. So if you're wondering, what do I do in meditation? Start there. Begin with just, if, if the thought of having to deal with your heart right now seems like too much, well, just go have fun with him. Because when you trust someone, you'll let them love you in the deepest of places. And he loves you. Loves you. Why does he love you? Because he loves you. Because he loves you. Because he loves you. Because he loves you. All right. That's my time with you guys today. I want to make sure you heard it again. Go join us. You have seven. We start a week from today. The seven-day detox. Please, I need you all. I need everyone. Let's see. We have about 50,000 followers on this page. Could you all let everyone know? (laughs) Um, Let's see. Podcast. We got some serious growing audience. Could you please share and let everyone you have. You're my marketing team and you have a job to do. I need you to get to everyone because we need to start over again. I need a reset with every with everybody, with all the peoples, as many that are still listening, I need a reset with you all. And I promise, I feel like God's gonna, oh, do some serious transformative healing work in all of us. And we will not be the same people we were yesterday. Okay, all right, I'm gonna pray. And then I'm gonna answer some questions. So you can type in some questions and I'll look at them real quick. Um, but let me pray. And this is good. We're in a good season. So, Lord, thank you so much. God, thank you that you're simple. (laughs) Not easy, (laughs) but simple. Lord, I pray for um, our hearts to yearn for this. Yearn to go deep, (laughs) that we would want, Lord, you more than we want our iPhones. God, that we'd want you more than another scroll. That we would want you more than anything else this world could provide. God, I pray that you would bring to our awareness where we are just taking in empty calories, God, so that we could turn and be fully healed, Lord, to hear your words spoken to our hearts. So I, I, God, I just break forth a season for everyone who hears this message, that they hear from you and that they have the strength to be still. They have the ears for silence. They are people who are not afraid of silence. God, that they are warriors for their own hearts, that they partner with you, that whatever is acceptable to you, God, is what they are after in this world. 
Lord, thank you that it starts with us, our own healing. You come for us and you say, leave everything behind, sell it all and follow me and you will find your life. So God, I pray for this new season of lives being found, Zoe life, expressive life, life to the full, abundant, overflowing, a life where we learn, God, to move out when it's time to move out and to be still when it's time to be still, Lord. Teach us, bring back revival on the earth in body, soul, spirit, and mind, and use my mouth and all who are listening and who have mouths to proclaim this good news, this message that God is not done with us, that it is fresh and new. We have a reset and a restart with you today and every day. Thank you, God, for your amazing grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Tracy signed up for the detox.